This is the Field of Streams Fantasy Baseball Podcast, brought to you by Fangraphs. Hello and welcome to the Field of Streams Podcast for Wednesday, June 22nd. I'm your host, Dylan Higgins, joined by my co-host, Matthew DeWaskin. Matt, how you doing? Uh, alright. You're doing alright? I like that you never sound like you know what to say, even though I open every show pretty much with the same question. <laughs> I, I like to take your question seriously, and I like to actually tell people how, you know, I don't, think, you know, when, when when people, like, at work even do that to me, like, Matt, how's it going? I, I usually do the same thing, and I should, like, think, how 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 is it going for me? Let's stop and think and reflect. That's I do. Good. No, I, it's so a sincere I, question, then. You make I, it a sincere question. Exactly. I don't, I don't, I, I've never, I've never appreciated the, you know, the guy, hey, how's it going, buddy? And he's just, just like, I'm, oh, I'm great. Yeah, I've always you know you're responding too quickly. How do you know you're great? Yeah, that makes sense. It's sincere. I never doubt your uh, your response at all. It's just <laughs> fun that you think about it. Like I'm putting you on the spot. You know what I'm gonna say <laughs> when we start. Um, how's your uh, how's your condo? How's your plumbing adventures? Any problems right. today? So, not only I, I I'm now a triple threat. Okay. I am the master of toilets. Oh, all right. King of shower handles. Can I refer to you as the master of toilets? Can that be your new Twitter bio? bio? No, it will not be my new Twitter. Uh, well, it might stick anyway, whether you want it to or not. You don't pick your own nickname. I, I'm not going to lie. If you introduce me as the master, the master of, of probably, toilets, I'll probably just start laughing. That's pretty master good. Master of toilets, the king of shower handles. Okay. And now the guy who knows a bit about... Uh, in sync aerators, or as we call them in the Midwest, garbage disposals. Sure, sure. You have conquered your garbage disposal. Yeah, I needed some assistance. I, I had to call a neighbor in for this one because I, I, I got it off, fine. Yes. I couldn't get it back on. Yes. And and it it, it was in fact it, it did wind up being a two man job. He, he, I did need help. I couldn't have done it by myself, but mm-hmm. uh, we we got it done. Um, Actually, sad note, uh, my na- downstairs neighbor not doing so well. Oh. Is this related to the garbage disposal? He helped me. Oh, and then you found out that not I in a great know, place. I was, I, I was, he, he's a plumbing whiz, and I, I did the electrical work. Mm-hmm. So I, I had, he, he helped me put it back on, and I was like, you know, working on doing the electrical, and I was just like, so, you know, how's it going? <laughs> You asked him the question, and he gave yes. you an honest and, answer and also. He, he like gave like a real, he's like, yeah, these days, you know, I'm, I'm not getting around so I'm like, oh, what's going on? You, you, you know, bum knee? What's what's happening? Sure. Oh, I, 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 had, I had cancer a few years back, and I think, and, and it's back. I'm starting chemo soon. I was like, oh. Oh, boy. Yeah, so. The, the how's it going became a heavy answer. Yeah, no, it, it, shit got real, man, in my kitchen. <laughs> yeah. And, That's funny. So no, I, and and we've got a, as a guy at work who has cancer. And he's kind of going through you know his treatment. He's got he's got I think I want to say leukemia, but it's it's a very treatable version. So mm-hmm. he's actually doing really well. But yeah, this guy's he's, he's Matt, Matt's downstairs neighbor. If anybody, if you guys say a prayer, say a prayer for Matt's downstairs neighbor Joe. Sure, sure. The plumbing expert, the plumbing whiz. Yeah, helped you. No, out. He, yeah, he's better than me. I, I can of course he, <laughs> he's got a, bit, a couple years on me. To, you know. Yeah, sure. That's uh yeah, that's rough. Was there anything from a uh, baseball from Tuesday that stuck out to you? Chris right. Sale turns out can handle the Red Sox. Not, not too surprising. <laughs> turns out, yeah, no, he he looked like, you know, old Chris Sale. Yeah, was, you know, it was good to see that guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got a follow up. 
Okay. Remember the, the guy who got arrested for blaring music outside of uh, City Field? Yeah. Yeah. I actually, I, I saw like a, a picture of the car. Yeah. It, he's got like 87 speakers in there. Oh, the article is not lying? No, it's it, it, like do Google search for like. You'll have to tweet it. I went nearly. Or, or if you lost it. I don't know. Maybe you, you won't have to tweet it. Oh, no, I, I, but either way, I saw like a picture of the van he was rolling around in. I mean, this mm-hmm. wasn't just like, you know, like a, a box, a subwoofer, and you know, like a head unit. This was like good human God, business. Man. Human business. That's funny. Yeah, I had so many questions. Oh yeah, it's on uh, ESPN. It. Yeah. You know what it looks like immediately? It's like the caricature of the guy in the dark alley that opens his coat and asks if you want to buy watches, and he has like dozens of them. <laughs> The back of this van folds out with two panels on each side, and they're all lined with speakers. What? This is... I don't know what's going on here. Uh, yeah, it is designed to make a wall of noise, clearly. Uh, that's, that's that's a thing. Oh, boy. Yeah, I, I don't know if this is still true, but when I was in high school, these ridiculous stereos were like, you know, popular among the high mm-hmm. school crowd. And... I thought those were excessive. This is like... This looks like a cartoon. It, it really does. I, that Actually, that's, that's probably the best way I've heard of describing it. It looks like, yeah. you know, like, like you know, something Johnny Bravo would have. Exactly. To, to jam tunes out of his van. Apparently yeah. outside of City Field. That's pretty good. Um, yeah. All right. You got, you got anything else before we get into these Wednesday games? Um, are, are, are we saying a prayer for Bertolo Cologne as well? We sure hope he's okay. We already lost Rich Hill, who I'm waiting for to come back, and now Bartolo. Hope that he's all right, because one of the joys of baseball right now, for sure. So hopefully he's all right. Um, okay, so Wednesday features Matt's favorite, the significant split slate. It's straight up like seven games in the morning, eight games in the evening. Not the morning, like the, the afternoon. Uh, but it is split pretty well in the middle. Um, there's a bunch, and so we're gonna treat the the slate that way because that's what most uh, DFS sites will do. Oh, so I'm cut in half. I have to do twice as much work to prep for the show. I mean, it's the same as if it were all 15 at night. It just kind of they're they're cut in half in a weird way. So I I, I I feel like I have to be like creative like with the splits. So I I include way more names than I should. Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll try and uh yeah, because it's a smaller slate for each one, but we we can handle it. So. Matt, when we look at catcher in the first half of the day, what are you thinking uh, there at catcher? Okay. I like Wellington Castillo versus Jay Happ. Yep, for sure. Ready on lefty, and Castillo mashes lefties. Yes, he does. Honestly, he that that's a guy I wouldn't mind sponsoring a, a BR page for. Wellington Castillo. Yeah, we're, we're moving past pitchers. It, it's like it's a streaming hitter for sure. It's a guy that you're not necessarily targeting in regular fantasy, but when he has the matchup, you want him. Yeah, yeah, we could we can bend the rules that way. It's a possibility. I was it was just if we were to do it, that would be a guy I would consider. But we're probably going to stick with a pitcher in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, Brian McCann versus John Gray. Yeah, I I we kind of like John Gray. Um, I wrote this down about John Gray because I like that he's led six homers in his past five starts, having trouble keeping the ball in the yard. And yeah, a lot of that's Colorado, but going to Yankee Stadium is not going to help. Um, also, the five starts. Yeah, the five starts before that, he hadn't allowed any. Uh, I found it but, impossible to believe because he got his brains beaten constantly. 
yeah, but now he's giving up homers. So, uh, yeah, I, I like Brian McCann there. John Gray could do okay at Yankee Stadium, but they're definitely hitters like like Brian McCann that I still like. And on the other side, I wrote down Nick Hundley versus CC, but I don't believe in it. Yeah, I, I well, I'm I'm way on CC Sabathia more than you are. Yeah. And also Hunley away from Coors is kind of weird, and some of it's the park. And yeah, Yankee Stadium's nice to hit in, but he relies on Coors so much that it's hard to get real excited about that. Agreed. Yeah. So yeah. I, I I wrote it down, but I didn't really believe in it. So yeah. Um, I wrote down Russell Martin getting Robbie Ray. I mentioned him yesterday, and if I liked him against Patrick Corbin, I, I gotta like him against Robbie Ray for sure. Another lefty you can take advantage of. Have Miguel Montero against Michael Waka, who has been struggling. Um, Miguel Montero is not exciting, but he certainly has pop, and it's a good lineup to be in, so that could be okay. I wrote JT Realmuto getting Matt Wisler. He's been slowing down. Wisler has, and as we uh, uh, looked into, are you sure it's Matt Wisler. Uh, it was Matt Wisler when I made my list. Uh, it is not Matt Wisler now. Good call on that. Again, we we don't always prepare right before broadcasting. Now John Gant. Um, and you know what? He's right-handed. I'm fine with uh, with Real Muto against him, aren't you? Huh? You okay with Real Muto there, getting the righty? He's been good against righties this year. And I think Gantz split skews the other way. I'd be okay with it. I would. I, I wouldn't yeah. like. I wouldn't like mock somebody like mercilessly for for picking JT Real Muto versus. That's good. Yeah, um, I think it's all right. And then the last one I have is um, Jonathan Lucroy getting Daniel Mengden, who's been just fine in his couple starts so far. But Lucroy is hitting righties real well this year, so I think you can Mengden totally go guy. there. What's that? Mengden, he's just a guy. Uh, Mengden's interesting. Again, was not a big prospect, but just destroyed in the minor leagues this year, and even the upper minor is forced to call up. And I... good through two starts so far, but I don't know. We'll see. I'm not worried about him. I, I wouldn't say, you know... He's currently just a guy, but he would not surprise me if he turned out to be terrible or somehow turned out to be good. So, uh, right now I'm treating him like no, just a guy. Hit it on every pitcher! Uh, some you actually kind of know what they're doing. I think there are question marks around him. Um, anyway, I'm, I'm going to treat him like just a guy. In my opinion, he is just a guy. All I right. don't... Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm fine with that. How about in the evening, behind the plate? Where do you think you're going uh, with catcher? Uh, I... Wilson Ramos' his name with stars written around it versus Julio Urias. Yeah. Uh, Urias has been getting better and gets strikeouts, and I think he has a bright future, but, man, Wilson Ramos pounds on lefties. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I, don't, I don't think Urias is going to, like, embarrass his family this time, but I think he's going to do okay. Yeah. I think Ramos is going to do okay, I should say. Sorry. Yes. Uh, next up, I have Matt Wieters versus Eric Janssen. Yeah. Uh, somehow... Surprisingly, Eric Johnson has not been amazing since going to the Padres. Seven six six ERA. I know. Uh, wait, wait, how high is his ERA? Seven six six. And the Padres are still winning that trade. Yeah, you're right. Now they are. That's for sure. So, yeah. Um, I don't know. All, all Orioles on deck, pretty much, right? Yeah, it, you know, I. Platoon splits really don't matter. You know, you kind of throw that out the window when when you have a guy as mediocre as Eric Johnson. So. Yeah. So, yeah, I like Matt Wieters for sure. Yeah. Uh, and lastly, Buster Posey versus uh, Francisco Liriano. Yep, I'm totally fine with that as well. Uh, Liriano is having one of his bad years, and so that's righty on lefty for uh, Posey. So I'm in there. The only other catcher I had in the evening you did not. I wrote yes, Monty Grandal versus uh, Tyson Ross. Sorry, Joe Ross, his brother. Uh, Joe Ross uh, is going to Dodger Stadium, and we like really Joe Ross, but he struggles with lefties. What's that? 
Is it really his brother? Yeah. He didn't know they were brothers? No, I had no idea. Oh, yeah. Tyson Ross and Joe Ross are brothers. Um, also, yeah, there was a thing the other day where the Padres were playing the Nationals, and their mom went to the game, and she had one of those terrible half-and-half jerseys that you see sometimes. I think, for if you're a parent, that's fantastic. Oh, absolutely. She gets a pass on that. Yes. 99% of the time you see, like, the half-and-half half jersey, it's horrendous. It's awful. Yeah, that's, that's, it was actually your kid. If, if you have two kids who are in the major leagues and their teams are playing against each other, yeah, mom, totally. I double thumbs up. But it was really cute. Uh, but everybody else, shame on you. Stop that. They're terrible. But, yes, uh, Tyson Ross and Joe Ross are brothers. Joe Ross is pitching for the Nationals at Dodger Stadium. Good pitcher, um, susceptible to lefties, though. And so switch hitting Grendahl gets a green light from me there. Not a huge ceiling, but totally a play. Um, all right, Matt, how about first base? What were you thinking there in the afternoon first? Afternoon, E5 versus Robbie Ray. Yep, sure, sure. Anthony Rizzo getting Waka. Yep, totally fine with that. It is, in fact, lefty and righty, but... You know, with Waka, you kind of can throw Plasimplis out, out the window. Yeah. He's not bad against either side. He's got like a 720, 750-ish OPS versus Bogue. Mm-hmm. But he's just been so, overall mediocre. He's, that's a great way of putting it, yes. Yeah. He's and, equal opportunity mediocre. And Rizzo is incredible. He has a four five six ERA, and Michael Waka does. Like, you can pick against him right now. Absolutely. Yeah. Um. Anybody else at first base in the afternoon? Paul Goldschmidt getting Jay Happ. Yep. He's been a bit disappointing this year, but he is still delivering against left-handed pitching. He fills up a stat sheet, don't worry. Yeah. Unless like Justin Bohr versus one John Gant. Yeah, I'm I'm fine with that matchup for sure. It's even better than when I had Matt Whistler written down. Uh, now it's John <laughs> Gant. Um, I like that. The only name I had you did not is Chris Carter getting Daniel Just a Guy Mengden. I think if you're looking for the homers in your uh, GPP. I think it was a totally fine matchup there, in Oakland even. Um, how about in the evening? What do you think at first base? Oh, in the evening, um, tough slate for first base. I, mm-hmm. I have a few names, but only one or two I really like. Uh, Crush Davis gets Eric Johnson. Yep. That yep, green light. Uh, I, wrote, I wrote down Victor Martinez versus Sashi Iwakuma. Okay, yeah, some a catcher for some, but a first baseman for some also. I like that. Um, you know, he's a switch hitter, and Kuma, mm. he actually... He's not very good against lefties. He's okay against righties this year, but he's been rough against lefties. Yeah. What about uh, Miggy? Do you like Miguel Cabrera there? Or are you worried about Iwakuma against righties? If you want to pay full price for it, I think I'd rather have the, the advantage with Martinez. He's been murdering righties, though, this year. M- Miggy not hitting lefties as much as hitting righties. So, yeah, well, one split will favor it, and one is, is not great. I'm okay with it, but it, it's not golden. If, if I have a choice, split or talent, mm-hmm. DFS, I think I choose split, honestly. Okay. Sure. Yeah, because you want to find the uh, the best environment exactly. that day. Advantage. Yep. Uh, next up, I have Dejo Lee versus Michael Fulmer. Sure. Yeah, if he gets in there, he's had uh, some trouble with righties. I think that would be okay. Who, Dejo or Fulmer? Fulmer actually has. Yes, uh, yeah, he's been great, but uh, the weakness has been to same sided uh, hitters, be righties. So. Believe it or not, Dejo Lee, nine hundred OP. No. OPS over 900 against righties this year. Yeah, it's going to work his way into more playing time if he keeps doing that, so he could get in there. It's been, like, legitimately, it, it, it's made my heart go three, grow three sizes to see Dejo Lee succeed. There you go. There you go. Yeah, it's been great. You're a fan favorite for a good reason. Yeah. yeah. Uh, except I have uh, John Jaso versus the Shark. Sure. You just, just want to pick against him in general? 
you know, Jason, he's he's that high floor guy where you know he's probably yeah. going to base a couple times. Yep, that's what you're hoping for. Score some runs. You know, if if you're looking to punt first base, and I wouldn't recommend you did. Mm-hmm. You, you know, John Jason, he'll, he'll he won't give you a zero. Mm-hmm. And lastly, I wrote down Hamley versus Jose Quintana. I was curious what you thought about that. I like Quintana. Quintana's definitely been pretty good, and Hanley has been so hot and cold. There are a few Red Sox I wrote down against him, but it's definitely not ideal because he's pretty darn good. So um, probably not where I'm going, but I don't think it's crazy at all. And I don't think Hanley's where I would go either. Right. Um, again, first base, I either want something real cheap or I want something I feel good about, you know. I feel very uh, good about Crush Davis versus Eric Johnson. Yeah, I think that's a that's a big one. Uh-huh. Um, the only other names I had that you didn't mention, Adrian Gonzalez getting Joe Ross. And Adrian Gonzalez hasn't been amazing this year, but he's consistent. And, uh, again, Joe Ross struggles with lefties. And uh, Mike Napoli getting Chris Archer, because Mike Napoli can hit righties, and Chris Archer's struggles have come against right-handed pitching. So I think that is uh, totally, totally an option there, actually. I think people will shy away a little bit because it's Archer, and I think Mike Napoli can get it done. So, um, All right, second base, I had three names in the afternoon. Not a ton. Uh, Derek Dietrich gets John Gant. Uh, he'll be fine there. It's better than the Matt Whistler matchup than I thought I had. Ben Zobrisk at Michael Waka, you okay with that? Damn. Yeah, he's been good, big part of that good lineup that I think is going to score runs there. And then I wrote uh, Devin Travis on Tuesday against Patrick Corbin. I'm okay with him again uh, against Robbie Ray. Devin Travis last year used the platoon advantage to beat on lefties. Hasn't done it a ton yet this year, but I believe that he can. And again, Robbie Ray. Let's just look more at that split that Robbie Ray has struggled with righties so much. So it's going to be probably a tough day for him, and I think Devin Travis can be a big part of that. Did you have any second baseman in the afternoon that I did not get to? I worked on Jose Altuve versus Shoemaker, but I don't really believe in it. I'm not going near Shoemaker right now. Even with Altuve, least, really? Uh, he's been so good. I I'm not picking against Shoemaker. All right, that's fine. You're you're that's fine. I don't. I mean, Altuve is super talented. He, there's no question he can have a totally fine day. You know, but I don't know. Honestly, I worked on Neil Walker versus Danny Duffy. Uh, sure. I mean, does how's Neil Walker doing against lefties this year? Because I know in the past he's had trouble. He's, he's kind of hitting everything well, this year, though. We write him down. I can tell you that much. Yeah, don't have well, it off the top of head. Or are we? Uh, I'm gonna peek right now. Yeah, he's crushing lefties this year. That's not what it's OPS over a thousand. That's why he wrote it down. Uh, in his career, he struggled with lefties, but but doing just fine now. And Danny Duffy has been good, but I don't fully trust it yet. Do you? No, I do not. No. So, yeah, you can go with Neil Walker there. I think the Mets are, in general, kind of broken. But, uh, yeah, Neil Walker's a fine pick there. Any other second baseman for you before we get to the, the evening? No, I'm good. Okay. Uh, at the evening slate for second base, I had four names. Me too! Uh, John- Jonathan Scope getting Eric Johnson. Yes. Uh, Rugnet Adore getting Dan Straley. Didn't have like it. Really? Just don't want to pick against Dan Straley? He doesn't really have a split, and... I don't like betting against guys who don't really have a split. I, okay. I don't manage either way. Sure, sure. All right, I, I'm fine with that. I think he'll do okay. I think Odor is good enough to be fine there, but there, you're not really exploiting anything no. uh, special. I agree. How about Ian Kinsler getting Hashi Wakuma? Ian Kinsler versus Hashat. It's not the ideal uh, no. split on either side. No, it's really not ideal for... Eh. I think that's, that's definitely not taking the situation. That's just more like in a... Like in the uh, the talent and and thinking they're gonna score runs, but it, it doesn't make sense uh, split wise. So maybe not for you. 
How about Brian Dozier getting Adam Morgan? That does make sense for me. I'm down on Dozier this year a little bit, but Adam Morgan's been so bad, I think. Go nuts. Yeah, right? he, we, we've taken away his nickname. Yeah. On Tuesday, between the Phillies and the Twins, it was a 10-14 to 14 game. It, the Phillies and the Twins combined for 24 runs in a game that Aaron Nola was pitching. That's, yeah, I, so... I, 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 I'm not going to lie, I, I, I saw the score and I thought it was the Eagles and the Vikings. <laughs> Basically. 10 to 14 sounds about right for them, too. That's an NFL score, yes. Sure, yes. Um, okay, who do you have at second base in the evening that I did not have? Orton Lowry versus Eduardo Rodriguez. Okay, I'm I'm fine with that. Erod, something's wrong with Erod. So, ready and lefty. Yeah. You know, he's one of the. It's one of the few White Sox platoon splits that I actually like. Sure. And Andres Blanco versus Kyle Gibson. Uh, okay, you like you like Andres Blanco, but I will take anybody against Kyle Gibson. I feel like. Well, you want lefties in particular against Gibby, and you know Blanco's a switch hitter, and you also get the Twins bullpen, which is not fantastic. Yeah. No, I'm I'm fine with picking against Kyle Gibson completely. Um, all right, how about third base? What are you thinking in the afternoon? Afternoon, I had two names, and they're both obvious. So okay. I, mean, I, might I have a third one for you, then. All right, Josh Donaldson versus Robbie Ray. Yep. And Nolan Arenado versus CC in that order, in fact. Okay, I don't have Nolan Arenado against CC Sabathia in his 220 ERA. I think you can. I, I don't think it's a problem. I think Arenado's crazy talented, but that's not where I'm going. Uh, you can at Yankee Stadium. It's righty and lefty, and he likes it lefties. So there's there's few places Arenado's a bad place to play. Um, the other obvious one for me is Chris Bryant getting Michael Walker. You okay with that? I'm okay with it. I don't. I would rather if I'm gonna pay full price, I'd rather go with Donaldson, honestly. Okay, you're gonna definitely pay for that. If you want to pay not full price for a third baseman in the afternoon, Aaron Hill has an OPS over 800 against righties this year, and he gets Daniel Just a Guy Mengden, and I'm totally fine with that, aren't you? Yes. Actually, yeah, that's been, actually I, I'm. That's the cheaper option. That's the not stud. Write that down. So. Yeah, that's the not stud option. But if you want to go Bryant, Donaldson, or Arenado, they're all good. Third base has a bunch of stars. How about in the evening? What are you thinking? How about your boy Todd Frazier, who did homer on Tuesday against Buckholes? Are you considering him now with the platoon advantage against Eduardo Rodriguez? Fine. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> It'll be fine. Uh, who else do you like at third base? I like Eugenio Suarez versus Cole Hamels. Yes, I like that a lot. Eugenio Suarez loves to hit lefties, and Cole Hamels, who's good, still gives up plenty of homers. So yeah. I'm, I'm homer hunting there, personally. Agreed. Yeah, Matt Duffy versus Francisco Luriano. Yep, he's been bad this year, but he has hit lefties, so that is a thing. Did they ever tell you about that? About... Your pronunciation of Francisco Luriano? Yeah. I don't think so. No, in, in 2006, when he was fantastic and, like, racking up, like, ridiculous stats, mm -hmm. uh, I was listening to the radio driving back from a White Sox game, and the uh, the guy doing a uh, the, uh, the the update, the sports update, mm -hmm. he, he, he added, like, extra emphasis to all the syllables would be Francisco Luriano. And it stuck with you for a decade. Exactly, and so and <laughs> you can't hear it any other way. It was just so out of place in in the broadcast. Like everything else was perfectly fine. Yeah. And he just Francisco. That's funny, and it's not even like an accent or anything. It's just no, weird enunciation. Oh, he was just like I guess trying to make it sound more exciting. I mean. Yeah, that's funny. Um, what else you got at third base? Lastly, uh, Everton Jerks and Profar versus Dan Straley. 
Yep, we keep listing him there. I'm not sure where to put him for you, but he has played there for sure. Um, but yeah, when he gets a, a righty like that, I think that's totally fine. I mean, Straley, he doesn't really have a platoon split, so I don't love it. But mm-hmm. you know, Profar, he's been so good since he's been back, especially against righties. Yeah, no, he's he's hitting. And he's still so young. There's a lot of talent there. He's going to be fine. Indeed. Um, I wrote Nick Castellanos. You know, he's also in that, you know, that Tiger stack against Iwakuma. Yeah, he's hit righties better than lefties this year. I think he'll be okay. I'm not that scared of Iwakuma. And then my last name was Anthony Rendon and uh, Julio Urias because he has yeah, hit lefties this year. That's a hard pass for me, my friend. Just because you don't like Rendon? He doesn't hit for power. He doesn't steal bases. He doesn't really hit for average. So what does he do for you? Uh, he has the potential to do he's all of that. Base even. He's just kind of a, a, a warm body. Against lefties this year... It's an 864 OPS. He's hitting okay. 306. He's, and he's a 435 OPS. Uh, no home runs against lefties, though. I'll give you that. And one stolen base. Um, producing, but not lighting the world on fire by any means. So it's not my favorite pick. It's not Todd Frazier. It's not Eugenio Suarez. But oh. he is hitting against lefties. So I have that. Um, all right. Uh, on to shortstop, I had three afternoon names. How'd you do? I did four. I have Jonathan Villar against Daniel Mangdon. Yes, actually my favorite play on the board, believe it or not. Yeah, uh, he's darn good. He keeps running. Runs his on. I think he'll be fine. Um, Addison Russell getting Michael Waka. You hate Addison Russell, but he's hitting righties better than lefties. And I'm just... I don't hate, I don't hate Addison Russell. I just, I don't... You, you loathe Addison Russell. You send him I, I, mean letters all the time. In my opinion, he's a, he's a better real-life player than he's a fantasy player. Sure. Not a lot of overt power and speed. I think he's... I don't know. I'm just in on the Cubs stack, personally. All right. Yeah. Uh, and then I wrote Troy Tulowitzki against Robbie Ray. This is really an indictment of how Robbie Ray does against right-handed batters, uh, more than anything, because I think not many people are trusting Tulowitzki right now. But uh, I think that that is an option. His price has come down, and Robbie Ray just doesn't handle righties very well. So I'm thinking about that. Um, who'd you have at shortstop that I did not list in the afternoon? Earth on Trevor Story versus CC. Uh, I'm just not picking on Samathia, but that's a fine matchup for him. Yeah, I kind of figured that was going to be where we were different. Though. Yeah, I'm not picking against him, but it, it, it is a good matchup. It is a place that Trevor Story wants to be. So. I just don't buy it. I'm sorry. I, I don't know you don't. I, you know, I, at this point, I do, until he gives me a reason not to. Yeah. So far, so good. Anybody else for you at shortstop? No, that's it. Okay. In the evening, I wrote no Machado, because we keep forgetting that he's suspended yes. right now. Okay, keep... I got called out. I got a tweet about this actually. And oh, really? If I had my phone with me and turned on, I would, you know, give the guy's handle out because he was 100% correct. Yes, but credit and... for correcting us. We caught it a couple days ago, and then we forgot on Tuesday. Yeah, we did. I, I, it, my fault. I, I'll own it. I, I forgot that he was suspended. Yeah. Well, we name a lot of names every day, and we do not keep up. You know, we definitely follow baseball a lot, but yeah. Don't have so, it all. We should have done better. I was I was legitimately annoyed that I did that. I, I even tweeted an apology to the guy. Yeah. So, so sorry if you listened to us and played Machado even though he was suspended, which yeah, I don't you, think you yeah, would do. No one will be sending those checks out. Just be sure to send him a tweet with the amount of money you... you Spent on your DFS slate with Machado yeah, in it, even though he wasn't no in the starting lineup. To follow up with on that. Yeah. Uh, so other shortstops in the evening who are not suspended... As far as I know, <laughs> as far from as what I know. can tell, 
Uh, Zach Cozart gets Cole Hamels. That's righty on lefty. Again, I'm looking for a homer there. But Zach Cozart just hits. He just decided that he hits for power now after being like a really bad hitter for a long time the last yeah. year and a half or so. He's like, oh, now I now I hit and I hit for power. All right. Great. Well, I, I'm taking him against Hamels. I think that's fine. Uh, Xander Bogarts is my favorite Red Sox against a lefty. And he gets Quintana. And so even though it's not a prime matchup, I, I trust that, don't you? I Yeah. I, yeah. I think... I think I think X has kind of proven himself. I think Xander Quintana Bogart. could totally have a good start in Boston. He's good enough to, but I I trust the matchup for Bogarts. So Dylan, do you, do you have a Xander Bogarts jersey yet? I don't. I don't. Why? I, Why do you ask? I could just definitely I could just see you owning that. That's all. It would be good. I do like a jersey, and and Bogarts is a pretty sweet name to put on I, it. I've come around in the jersey. I I used to hate it, and now I don't mind it so much. It's pretty good. Um, and then my last one is Corey Seager getting Joe Ross, uh, again, trying to take advantage of that lefty weakness on Joe Ross. Do you have any shortstops I did not mention? I did. Okay. Who you got? Eduardo Nunez versus Adam, the former Captain Morgan. That is a, uh, a good pick. I, I missed that one, but, uh, Eduardo Nunez will do just fine against a lefty like Adam Morgan. Again, switch hitter. Morgan is awful against righties. I, 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 I just like Nunez. I'm sorry. I don't... You'd... He keeps hitting. There's no apology necessary when he keeps hitting the way he has. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Any other short stops for you? That's it. Okay. In the outfield, not as many as usual. In the afternoon, I have uh, Christian Yelich or Marcelo Zuna getting uh, John Gant. Ozuna's a little bit banged up, but if he gets in there, he's a monster. He should do fine. Um, I have Trout and Calhoun getting Lance McCullers. McCullers is having trouble repeating his success from last year. So if you trust those Angels outfielders, I think they're fine. Um, the Cubs outfielder I mentioned was Jason Hayward getting Waka. Are you okay with that? How high he bats in the lineup and being in on that stack? I prefer Albert Elmora, believe it or not. I'm, be, I'm, I'm in on him. I It'll like be him. nice and cheap. And if you're trying to pick a stack that's going to be scoring runs, I think that's totally fine, too. So, so uh, Dexter Fowler on the DL. So yeah. Elmora again. in time. There. Yeah. I'm fine with that, for sure. Not exciting, but could definitely turn, return on his points. Um so I'm a bit short, my friend. Might be. Might be. I, I'm excited about the stack. I'm excited about most people. I mean, I said Miguel Montero, so any Cubs that are going to start will be okay. Um, how about Ryan Braun and Daniel Mangdon? Okay. Yeah. He prefers lefties, can totally hit, can totally handle him. And then I had uh, Yasmani Tomas and J.A. Happ, because he just wrecks lefties. He's not a super exciting player overall, but he has been crushing lefties, so... Like that. Other than that, I didn't have a bunch of outfielders. What else were you thinking in the afternoon? Uh, Jonas Cespedes versus Danny Duffy. Sure. Yeah, he does like to hit lefties there, so I think he'd be okay. Yankees outfield versus John Gray. Um. Yep. I'm fine with that too. And lastly, Ayrton, uh, on Jeff Ears himself, uh, Jeff Francoeur versus Adam Conley. Yeah, I like that. It's fun every time we get to pick Jeff Francoeur. I think you should get extra DFS Jeff Francoeur points when you go with him and you take that risk. But he does hit lefties. That's the skill he has. Be like ridiculously cheap. If you want to yeah. like, if you want to like load up with say, uh, one Josh Donaldson or Paul Goldschmidt, mm-hmm. you could probably get both and then just toss Frenchie and Elmore in the, into your outfield and be good to go. Yeah. Yep, I'm fine with that. Um, how about in the evening? What uh, outfielders did you have? Okay. Starting with uh, Jason Worth versus Julio Urias. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, Michael Taylor. I like both of those guys. Okay. Yeah, righty. Bo- both were handed both on against the lefty. I like them both. Yep. Uh, uh, Jack Peterson versus Fighting Joe Ross. Yes, absolutely. 
our our friend and life coach Odebel Herrera versus Kyle Gibson. Yes, Kyle Gibson is is very exploitable. I'm in there. Robbie, the on base percentage machine, Grossman versus the former captain Adam Morgan. Yeah, he he doesn't stop hitting. You got to keep picking him until he until he stops. He's hitting, it's he's like draw, drawing walks and like scoring runs. Don't know what's going on, but I'm in. Sure. Fantastic. He, he, the, the twins have unlocked Robbie Grossman and are unleashing him on the uh, apparently baseball. Not, not just the American League, also National League. Yeah, apparently. No, I'm in there. you got to keep picking him until he stops hitting, especially against Adam Morgan in the Phillies bullpen. Definitely. Go nuts. Former captain. Yes. Uh, Nelson Cruz, it's Michael Fulmer. Yeah. Uh, again, Fulmer struggles with righties, and he's been so hot that I didn't really pick many Mariners against him, but I trust Nelson Cruz. I think that's okay. It's ready and ready. Mm-hmm. I uh, wrote down Stephen Moya versus Hisashi Mukuma. Okay. He happens to be left-handed, and he does okay against righties. Mm-hmm. You know, that that's a lottery ticket. Honestly, if you're... It's nice and cheap. You're, you're looking for upside there. That's yeah. a power play. If he runs into one, he'll score points. If he doesn't, he will have a zero. Yeah. I wrote in that Tiger stack, which I like, and you, you don't want to pick righties against Iwakuma. Justin Upton uh, has a 920 OPS in June. At least when I wrote this down. Uh, do I think he's completely fixed? No. I still think he has a ton of talent. He's definitely not going to be as bad as he was. And if you're buying him heating back up, which he's doing, uh, you can start to take him. Prefer him against lefties, but I'm going to go ahead and write him down against Ibukuma as an option, too. Just keep an eye on Upton. Don't, don't... We have to start considering him again, I guess is what I should say. So, yeah. Um, any other outfielders for you? Work down Melky versus uh, Eduardo Rodriguez, just in case. Okay. Yeah, that's the White Sox outfielder you like against lefties. I suppose. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, the only any anybody else? Yeah, a couple. Okay, who do you got? Uh, Gregory Polanco versus the Shark. Okay, I'm not picking against him as much as you are, but I I get it. And Orioles outfield versus Eric Jensen. All of them, all of them. Mark Trumbo, Hyunsoo Kim, and Adam Jones, right? It, it really does. You can even throw Reimold in there if, if whoever gets in. Whoever's in the lineup, yeah, there's going to be runs there, for sure. Um, the only outfielders I have that you did not mention, I think, is uh, Nomar Mazzara getting Dan Straley. You okay with that? Lefty on righty. Yeah, I'd be okay with that. Could run into one. And then I wrote um, I wrote Mookie Betts getting Jose Quintana. I forgot. That should be okay. He likes righty on lefty. And then Chris Young, Chris B. Young, Chris B. Young, has a, at least through Monday... A 12-17 OPS against left-handed pitching this year. That's his job is to hit lefties. He doesn't do a lot else, but he's doing that. Oh, my goodness. It's good. I wrote it down, and I skipped over because I thought you would make fun of me. Not, Dude, if an OPS is over 1,200, like, you got to. Got to nice. think about it. Even though Quintana's pretty good, like, he's, you got to go with that. Um, doing his job. All right, on to the pitchers. I think there's plenty of options in the afternoon, don't you? Yes. Okay. Uh, Adam Conley against the Braves. Green light. Like, yeah. Love it. As long as he can avoid Jeff Rancourt. I think he's okay. Um, I'm taking Sabathia against the Rockies on the road. Again, 220 ERA on the year. And he's been better at that than that since he came back from the disabled list. I'm all in on Sabathia. And it's the Rockies okay. on the road. I don't... Yeah. Something smells fishy here. Either he's going to get caught, like, with... You know, the... the, the he's a the, cyborg. No, he's, he's going to get caught, you know, like, with a, a plane ticket to Germany for some bizarre treatment. Or... You mean like Bartolo got, and he came back beloved, and everybody was all in? Maybe he's doing the Bartolo thing. He's Bartolo 2.0. It 
wouldn't shock. I'm, it would not surprise me in the least. Well, his ERA is in the basement in a good way. Um, John Gray going to Yankee Stadium. Again, he's been homer happy lately. Are you going to have to skip this one? Yes. Yeah. Uh, Danny Duffy getting the Mets. We said Cespedes, and we said Neil Walker. He's been okay enough, and the Mets have been broken enough that I would at least consider it. I mean, the worst part of this matchup is yeah. that he's opposite Noah Syndergaard, right? Also, he doesn't go very deep. Yeah, no, he does not. The ceiling is not super high. I just like the matchup oh, for him. Really yeah. Uh, Syndergaard, of course, we're not worried about picking against the Royals. We said that on Tuesday. Uh, Matt Shoemaker against the Astros. I'm all in on Matt Shoemaker. Absolutely. He's just on fire, and there's a lot of strikeouts to be had there, and I have no hesitation. Do you? Nope. No. Not really. Uh... You could do Lance McCullers, even though he's been bad, but it's the Angels. So only because of the matchup you could consider fading Shoemaker with McCullers. But it's not exciting. I don't have a ton of faith in that one. Um, Jake Arrieta gets the Cardinals who can hit. That's a not a great matchup for him, but it doesn't matter. It's Jake Arrieta. If you want to pay for the ace, if you're in a format where you want to do that, uh, go nuts. Um, there's not a lot of analysis there other than we don't like aces as much in TV. It's also Jake Arrieta in Wrigley. Yeah, where he's been awesome. So yeah. If you want to pay for it, if you want to build a lineup around that, you can. Uh, no problem. And then, uh, would you go with Junior Guerrero going to Oakland? You know what? I would. Uh, I feel like, remember when Tanner Roark struck out 15 twins and my head exploded and I just looked at the twins' office different, like, the rest of the year? Uh, similarly, when Jared Weaver throws a Maddox against the A's, I'm like, pick anyone against Oakland right now. A right-hander. I say, take Junior Guerrero. He can get some strikeouts, you know. You get a quality start, can get a win there. I'm I'm fine with Junior Guerra going to Oakland completely, aren't you? Yes, I, I really am. I, I think that's a fine matchup for him. I yep. think it. All right. Uh, do you have any other afternoon pitchers? No. Yeah. Okay. In the evening, as much as you picked on him, Jeff Samarja getting the Pirates? Fine. He'd be fine. Uh, Jose Quintana getting Boston? You would need to be brave, uh, but I don't think it's crazy. He's been pretty good. But it's just, again, I insist one of the worst matchups for lefties in baseball. Uh, would you consider going Katana here? Nope. No. Going to pick somewhere else. You can, but probably not where we're going. Um, Chris Archer's been so broken, but he's still considering getting all those strikeouts when he goes to Cleveland. I w- I'm okay with Chris Archer. Yeah. Uh, how about the flip side, though? Trevor Bauer getting the Rays. I might like that more. I also like Trevor Bauer. Yeah, both both very viable in, in that matchup. Um, Michael Fulmer did lose a scoreless streak, but do you trust him getting the Mariners? Not really, no. Okay, I'm fine with it, but I think he might be a little hyped up and popular after that scoreless streak, so not my favorite, um, but but doable. Dan Straley getting the Rangers, so the Rangers too good for this in a spot start situation? No, I don't, I, not at all. I, I like Dan Straley in this matchup. Okay, I like Dan Straley. I don't love the matchup. I'm not terrified of the matchup, but I don't love it. Um, it's not going to Fenway or anything, but he could certainly have a quality start. And the last name I wrote is Joe Ross, even though we picked some lefties against him. He's just been pretty quality this year, and the Dodgers, who have some lefties that you can use against him, are not that terrifying, so I would consider that. Are there any other pitchers in the evening that you're thinking about? No. Can you do Cole Hamels against the Reds? I think that's fine. Cole Hamels is just kind of a boring borderline ace at this point. Uh as much as we're... I think we just got tired of Cole Hamels, but he still continues to be good, you know? Yes. So he's an option. Not an exciting option, but an option. And Julio Urias will be cheap and gets strikeouts, and so if you want to do that, you can consider it, but there's not a ton of upside there. You're just going for a cheap win. Um, Okay. That should do it for us for Wednesday. we got to pick a a streaming option. Um, Adam Conley is eligible. John Gray we don't want. Danny Duffy's 49% owned eligible. 
Junior Guerra is eligible. Dan Straley, Julio Urias, a lot of options. Um, but also Trevor Bauer getting the raise is also eligible. I think Conley is the safe pick. I think Guerra is the middle pick. And I think Trevor Bauer is the upside pick of these. And I'm going to go, I'm going to go for the strikeouts and extend my strikeout lead with Trevor Bauer getting the raise. They're really banged up right now. But, yeah, they, oh. uh, two, uh, two of them just, two, two players just got hurt tonight and I can't, I know one Mickey Matook and the other is. Yeah, they're, they just keep getting banged up. They've lost so many outfielders and just, yeah. Um, oh, oh, oh no, Steve Pierce. Steve Pierce got hurt. It's, it's a tough time to be a Rays fan. So I'm taking Bauer there, even though he has his implosions, he can have bad outings, but, uh, it's just a, a good matchup for him. Unless, if, as long as he can stay away from Evan Longoria, basically. Uh, he could be okay there. So, um, Matt, where are you thinking of going? Well, you know what happens when I, when I get hot, don't you, Dylan? What happens when you get hot, Matt? I turn on the AC. Okay. Okay. You're going with the safe pick on the board, the AC, Adam Conley? Yep. Okay. I'm glad that I could follow where you're going with that. With your, I, I, I was kind of worried for a second. Broadcast that to me that I wouldn't get it. Uh, he gets the Braves. It's the safest <laughs> matchup in baseball. He's... He's going to be fine. Talking about it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I like that pick. But there's a lot of streaming options. Uh, I think, you know, Duffy's fine. I think Guerra's fine. Like I said, he likes Straley more than I do, but it, you can do that. And even Urias, if you're looking for upside. So not not a lack of options. Um, cool. Matt, you got anything else before we get out of here? Uh, I have some other Mets news, if you'd like. What's up with the Mets? Apparently Nancy Seaver, the wife of Hall of Famer Tom Seaver. Okay is upset that the Mets don't have a statue honoring their husband. Oh, man. So my initial reaction is, how do you think Tom feels about this being news? <laughs> I think he'd be savagely, savagely embarrassed. Do you think he's just kind of like, oh, goodness, please stop. No, can, Nancy, don't, oh, oh, no. Would, would it, she talk to a reporter? Is she tweeting? Is she on Twitter? I No, it says told the reporter, so I'm assuming she actually like sat down and had a conversation about this. That, or she's like, let me talk to you about something. Why don't they this? That, or they were like at the concession stand or something, and she's like, huh, I wonder if Tom will get one one day. That'll be nice. You know, and then he's like, breaking news. She's angry. I don't know. Hard to interpret that. In, in... I, I like the way this article is written. Most MLB ballparks have statues honoring legends outside their stadiums. Is that a but quote from her or just the article? This is the article. Oh, but the Mets are not among them. Not for Seaver. Oh. Nor any 1986 heroes. Nor for soon to be inducted Hall of Famer Mark Mike Piazza. Oh. I I hate sports radio the most, but sports writing every once in a while. Like, ugh. Uh, did you see the one on Deadspin about the Seattle reporter who said that the 2001 Mariners uh, didn't win the World Series or were knocked out of the playoffs because they were affected by 9-11? Which was just enough to make you walk away from your keyboard or device or whatever you're reading at. It was a very different time then. <sighs> I, okay. I don't... <laughs> it's just kind of, you're like, you get paid to write this. You're a paid sports writer. You Okay. All right. Whatever. Honestly. If, if you want the worst that sports writing has to offer... I don't. Uh, we've, we've, Chicago has a, a few real doozies these days. Oh, um, I bet. It's it will, It's just like, who reads the paper? Who reads sports writers like that? That's I, the kind of stuff that gets eaten up, and now we're talking about it, and that's all they want. I get if, it. If you have, like, a free five minutes, do a Google search for Rick Tallender and robots. Not what I'm doing with my free five minutes. I'm sorry, I Matt. don't blame you. 
I, it, he he wrote this. I, honestly, I think he got hit in the head before he he wrote the article. I just, I just what, what was it about? Sorry. Uh, just, uh quickly, just that um, we, we need to be more concerned about concussions because robots are coming for us, and we need to, to maintain our, our our brain power. Okay. I'm not even joking. That was like the, the thesis of the article. All right. Sometimes I'm like, maybe the humor doesn't come across. And sometimes I, I'm like, I think it's just professional trolling where they're like, attention is good because it's clicks and they just need to get readership. I, and if they say something outrageous and it gets posted on Deadspin, then we talk about it and like people read it. Like it was one of the weirdest articles I've ever seen in my life. I couldn't believe it, I couldn't believe it made print. And it honestly. stuck with you. There you go. Mission accomplished oh, that day. Terribly memorable. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, that should about do it for us. If you want to talk to Matt about plumbing or robots or bad sports writing, uh, he is on Twitter at MattD underscore DFS. I'm on Twitter at HigginsFOS. I will not talk to you about bad sports writing. Do not, do not talk to me about that. But we can talk about plumbing. I don't know anything about plumbing, but we can try. Sports radio tweets telling how you like the brick and the fox on 107.9, the bone. I just rewatched a bunch of Parks and Rec. Have you watched Parks and Rec? I have. They have a, a great character duo called Crazy Ira and the Douche, which and is douche. Uh, yeah Matt Besser and uh, Nick Kroll, and they're the perfect terrible radio pair. <laughs> yeah. it's, I'm like, yep, this is it. You nailed it. That's great. So that's all I can think of now. Um, anyway, that'll do it for us. Uh, for Matt, I'm Dylan. We'll be back tomorrow. Good luck with your picks, and we will talk to you then. Enjoy your baseball. Thank you for listening to the Field of Streams podcast. For more fantasy baseball analysis, visit fangraphs.com slash fantasy or follow us on Twitter at Rotographs.